Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. And greetings to one and all once more as we wrap up the pregame show here on 96-1, the ton of the Mishawaka Network. The coin toss being reenacted down on the center field. And as we mentioned a few moments ago with Brady Gallo and Scott Bovenkirk in the pregame about not looking ahead for this 2-1 Mishawaka football team, 1-0 in the Northern Lakes Coverage. Goshen here just before our 7 o'clock kickoff coming into this game 0-3, 0-1 the league. The other games in the NLC that will keep you up breast on and keep you updated on on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard has Concord down at Warsaw to take on the Tigers. The Battle of the North, the Ridge versus the Wood. North Ridge, the Raiders try to bounce back after last Friday's loss to these cavemen. They will be on the road in Napanee taking on the Northwood Panthers who are playing incredibly good football right now and last but certainly not least the Plymouth Rockies next week's opponent from Mishawaka as the cavemen hit the road down south to Marshall County they will be tonight in Syracuse taking on Wawasee. Both we're ready for football cavemen they uh, look like they're going to receive the opening kick and uh, we'll see if Brady Fisher and the uh, cavemen offense can pick up where they kind of ended last week very dominant. Yeah Mishawaka won the toss and elected to receive Brian I think that's four weeks in a row um Somebody knows what they're doing on the coin call, let's, uh, the let's, coin toss. Let's go to the casino. <laughs> I don't know if we're supposed to say that on a high school broadcast. But I've, eh, I've, never, I've, I've never been there anyways. That's but, uh, that makes two of us. So. Okay. All right. Uh, anyways, another great night for football. It's uh, beautiful weather. Uh, uh, another, another perfect night. So glad to have you with us here for coverage of Northern Lakes Conference football and the Mishawaka Cavemen here on 96 won the ton. Goshen will tee it up from the 40-yard line with Aaron Munsinthara. Nice job. He will kick it high, shallow, caught at the 22. Bobbled, picked back up by the caveman, brought forward by Bryce, and he will bring it up past the 30 to the 31-yard line. Ethan Bryce on that kick return of about 10 yards, and Mishawaka will start with nice field position just underway here from Steel Stadium. They'll go first and 10. Came in in their traditional home maroon on maroon, the maroon tops, maroon pants, white numerals, white helmets. Goshen on the road tonight, the Red Hawks there in the white jerseys, silver pants, red numerals, red and white helmets. I'm loving the uniforms tonight, Brian. Amen. Loving them. Amen. Nothing against the, the alternate grays no, that we no, saw. No, but I, I like numbers I can read. Well, that makes two of us. <laughs> Brady Fisher nestles in behind center. Eddie Rodriguez at quarterback, and away we go. But just as we say that, now we have a stoppage in play, and Novell Miller has to come off the field. I'm not sure what the issue or problem is, but immediately Mishawaka is going to go to the depth chart and have to bring Will Mason in as the fullback now. So I'm not sure if there was an equipment malfunction or if he was had some blood coming from him, but either way, Novell Miller taken out, and Ethan Bryce on the toss sweep left, scampers around the end and dashes yeah, forward to the 35-yard line for a short game of about three. It'll be second down and seven, just underway, the first offensive snap of this football game. Whatever it is, it's taken care of, and Novell Miller is back on the field. 
Cavemen hope to continue their ways offensively where they have averaged over 325 yards per game. In fact, they netted 386 yards last Friday at Northridge. On the season, the Cavemen have rushed for 10 touchdowns, run for 810 yards, while passed for 166. Of course, their offense is fullback first, quarterback second, and they're going to run, run, run in the flexbone offense. And it is a fullback blast right up the middle, a very short stint on the sidelines for Novell Miller as he checks back in and immediately gets the football and surges straight up the gut between the tackles for a first down and more past the 40 up to the 38-yard line. A caveman first down brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Good to see Novell Miller with a very short stint on the sideline. One of the problems we, we talked about Goshen's lack of depth there, also starting a freshman at nose. That is Wyatt Cooper. This is not a good offense to uh, to get your first start at nose guard. Two wide outs, crisscross the backs, the scissors play, it comes to the halfback, big hole, Bryce right up the middle, 40, 30, 20, and tripped up from behind around the 15-yard line. Ethan Bryce with a huge gaping hole out over the middle. As they crisscross the halfbacks, faking one way to Caden Smith, but it was all Ethan Bryce to the races, and that's a huge gain. And they will mark him with forward progress down at the 16-yard line. 43 yards on the run. That's a good way to start your night offensively. If you're Ethan Bryce, who also had the kick return, and don't forget he started this season off back on opening night with an 82-yard kickoff return to begin the football game against Marion. That seemed like forever ago. Yeah. Although it is week number four. It goes fast though. Fisher will send his man in motion inside handoff full back left. Novell Miller blasts off left tackle pushes it forward past the 10 down to the 8. Speaking of tackles and guards and centers that offensive line that's getting better week by week by week and that offense the triple option Eddie Rodriguez is at center, 5'10", 225-pound senior. The guards, the Big E, Ethan Williams, 6'3", 300-pound senior. And Matt Willis, 5'11", 250-pound senior. On the offensive tackle positions, Carmine Orozco and Aiden Brooks. Brooks, the 5'11", 220-pound senior. Orozco, a junior, 6'4", 275. And he's getting some interest from some very, very good Division I programs. Came in on the march, second and three after that seven-yard pickup by Miller. Between the hash marks, Fisher on the keeper and dives forward and up to the end zone and in the end zone for a Mishawaka K-Man touchdown. A couple of great fakes there by Brady Fisher. And I'll be honest, I lost the ball for a moment or so, but Fisher on the gallop. And the K-Man dent the scoreboard first. They lead it 6 to nothing. Second, uh, second option in the triple option to the left. Good fake with the fullback. And then he kind of picked and chose his way. It, it wasn't a big hole that he darted through, but he took his time, had his patience, let his block, block set up, and walked into the end zone. Point after conversion now for Lucas Larson, who is six for six on, or check that, nine for nine on the season. And he l- lines this one up and puts the toe to it. Up and good. Out of the hold of Isaiah Butte. Cateman at another point. Time out of the field. 9-20. Just underway here in our opening period. 7-0 our score. Mishawaka with Goshen to receive the ensuing kickoff. We'll be back. You're two with Mishawaka Cateman football on 96-1 the ton and the Mishawaka Network. 
The lights just coming on here at Steel Stadium. The lights are shining brightly on the Mishawaka offense, an offense that is averaging 29.3 points per game. Coming off a 386-yard offensive performance last week of their win at Northridge. Off to a great start, Scott Bobenkirk, and they grab the lead 7-zip. Yeah, not quite as long a drive as they would like, but the result is good. High, deep kick fielded by Elliott at the 10, up to the 15. Scatters a couple of blockers out front, and then finally shuffle steps out to the left-hand side past the 25 to the 27-yard line. Elliott's return will set things up for Goshen. First and 10. So 9-12 to go here in this opening period of play, but that Mishawaka drive, five plays, 69 yards. Yeah, we were kind of used to those 11 plays, uh-huh. 19 plays, yeah. 13 plays, nine play drives last week. But uh, certainly a big, big part of that setup, uh, or the, that uh, score rather, was an Ethan Bryce run that really set Mishawaka up an excellent field position and knocking on the door very, very early in their opening possession. Freshman Carter Diaz getting the look at quarterback here tonight. Diaz, strop back, straight back, and he will get a heavy rush, and he'll be blitzed, and he'll be sacked by Keith Chico and the Mishawaki caveman. The offensive line was no match for the front 3-4-4 defense of the Mishawaki caveman. Keith Chico had a great ball game a couple of weeks ago here against Mishawaka Marion. Gets the sack. John Cohen getting the start at nose tackle tonight. Trey Dunning in on that defense. Jason Martin. Some names you'll hear up on that front defensive line for the Cavemen. Linebackers, they've been very, very strong. Ken Clemente, also Xavier Juarez, Camden Putz, and Mishawaka leading defensive tackler. Jackson Snyder with 35 tackles, 26 of those solo style, and the Red Hawks will keep the football on the ground and push it forward for a very, very short game. Drew Elliott, who's the workhorse of this offense, had 176 yards last week against Wawasee, 327 yards on the season, averages eight yards per carry. He comes up. Well, the sack put him behind the change to begin with, Brian. You don't want to be second and 17 against this Mishawaka defense. Well, third and 13's not much better, but now the Red Hawks with a huddle down are going to try to come up with a big play here on third down. And again, their opening possession in the early stages of quarter one. Mishawaka leading Goshen 7-0. Shotgun formation, Diaz straight back drop, and then he immediately tries to go into a quarterback draw type run, and he's getting pressure from left, right, center, and all sides included. And in there, defensively for the caveman, John Cohen, and also Trey Thomas from the secondary. Second sack already of the night, and Mishawaka lined up in man coverage, which lets you know that, hey, they're bringing bringing a lot of folk, and they did. They just outnumbered Goshen at the uh, point of attack and uh, uh, another loss of about three yards. So we're back to fourth and 17. They'll mark the football right around the 21-yard line. A rolling snap to the punter. Elliott boots a knuckleball that will sail into Mishawaka territory, take a bounce of the 40, and uncontested roll back just inside the 30-yard line. So Mishawaka holding the Red Hawks and certainly giving them some 
pressureistic uh, defensive looks. They were really coming after the quarterback and testing the freshman Carter Diaz. 48-yard punt, no return. So Mishawaka will go to work leading this football game 7-0. They're 2-1 on the season, hoping to go 2-0 in the early stages of this Northern Lakes Conference season. They are tied in first place right now with Northwood. Flag was, was just last week. Brian, a flag was just dropped at the point of attack, and they're walking back another 15 yards. So, Mishawaka somebody has been said something. Penalized 15 yards. I'm not sure what for. So they'll march it back from that 31 back to around the 16-yard line. Still setting it up though, first and 10. Although the down marker across the way says fourth down and now hold everything as the chain gang is having an issue and they're trying to get things untangled over there. That gives us an opportunity to kind of restart our conversation about Northern Lakes Conference standings with Northwood, Warsaw, Mishawaka, and Wallace C also winning, or all winning rather, last week. They enter week number two in the uh, league season, week number four overall at 1-0, while Concord, Northridge, Plymouth, and Goshen looking for their first wins of the conference season tonight. And the Cavemen go with the offensive attack. And again, it is Jack Troyer, although they keep it on the ground. But Jack Troyer gets his first carry of the season. And coming from the halfback spot, splits it outside and picks up about half of 80 yards. Gain of about five to the 21-yard line. It'll be second and five at the 6.33 mark as Troyer went out of bounds. Does stop the clock. And Mishawaki continues their march. Again, they were... They will go in this first quarter from right to left and or shooting from the south to north side. Quick drop, near side scream, caught by Ethan Bryce. Shake and make move, shakes off the defender, runs forward past the 25 to the 30, and a K-man first down. Good move by Ethan Bryce, the little shake and make move, picks him up the first down, brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Yeah, just a little bubble screen out here to a wide receiver, got a good block, and as you said, had one man to beat. Did that for a nice pickup of about eight yards. Ethan Bryce coming up with some big plays here in the early going for Mishawaka. And now checking their wristbands and wrist coaches. Brady Fisher chewing up some of that play clock down under 10, now down to 7. Has a quick conversation with his backfield mate, Novell Miller, and he will give it to Miller, who will surge up the middle. Big hole to the 40, to the 50. See you by to the 40, to the 30, down to the 20, down to the 10. One more time. Touchdown, touchdown, Mishawaka. 71 yards. He was shot out of a cannon, and I yeah. know we used that as a description last week, but what a burst. From the minute he touched the football, Norvell Miller with his sixth touchdown of the season, and Mishawaka surges on top, 13 to nothing. That was the outside veer, Brian. They run inside veer, outside veer, midline, but that was the outside veer, and that opened up very, very nicely. Isaiah Butte again will hold for Lucas Larson for the point after conversion. Good snap, good hold, kick has the distance, and the kick is good. Time out on the field. 5.56 to go in our opening frame here from Steel Stadium. Early start, great for the caveman. Two for two in possessions, two for two in touchdown tries. Mishawaka 14, Goshen no score. You're two with caveman football on 96-1 the ton and the Mishawaka Network. 
couple of updates for you on the USI Crafter School Board. Another Northern Lakes Conference play, both on the home field. Northwood and Wawasee have early 7-0 leads. Northwood leading Northridge and Wawasee leading Plymouth. The kick by Lucas Larson is a high floater fielded on the run by Goshen at the 15. Up to the 20-25, and Elliott brings it back past the 30 to the 31-yard line. Mr. Everything drew Elliott on that kick return for Goshen. Again, they will start with good field position, but needed an answer to the K-Band two scores. Mishawaka with an early dominant-type performance with a 14-0 advantage. First down, Red Hawks. Throwing 31. Mishawaka with that exploding touchdown run by Novell Miller of 71 yards. Extra point by Larson made it 14 zip, but just a three play, 84 yard possession and an 84 yard drive. Shotgun formation, Diaz flanked by halfbacks on each side. And the runoff left side basically turns into nothing. Carter Diaz, a freshman. 15, and we were given one number, and we see Diaz actually wearing a different one, wearing number 20. So I apologize for some quick confusion there. Nothing like getting a roster with different number changes. Well, he wasn't even on the original roster. That I is think, true. Because he's a freshman, so I don't know if... So yeah, this is Carter Diaz, his number 20 on this roster. So you're right, we were given 13. He is 20. He will now clap the hands, take the shotgun snap. He will fake the fullback handoff and keep it himself and surge forward for a nice run after losing a couple on the opening play and setting up a second and 12 play. This one goes for about four, maybe five yards to push it back up close to the 35-yard line. We're now Goshen will face third and long. Third down and seven. We're at the 435 mark in our opening frame. Up front for the Red Hawks, Sam Vargas starts at center. Hampton Rivera and Aiden Ellison are the guards. Hampton Rivera, a senior. Aiden Ellison, a sophomore. Aaron Engelmeyer, one of the other offensive linemen. And they've had some other shuffling in on that left side. Quick drop, shotgun snap goes, and the catch out of the backfield is bobbled and lost incomplete. Intended there for Evan Wagner from the backfield. He's one of the two running backs. Brian, I think, they're gonna, I think they're going to call it complete. Oh, my. They called it complete and down. But uh, on the play, he lost three yards on the completion. Just a little swing pass to the back, flaring out to the right. Caught it, immediately slipped and fell. And uh, when he hit the ground, the ball came out. So a loss of, of three and another fourth down and long. That was Evan Wagner's fourth catch of the, or fifth catch rather of the season, but certainly now on a shotgun snap on fourth down and about 32, they opted. Fake a punt and simply just go for it hoping for maybe a defensive breakdown and Cole Hinkle, a split out. Normal wide out and split end. He picked up some nice yardage, but not anywhere near what he needed for the first down. And on downs, Mishawaka will take over 
at the 36-yard line. Yeah, picked up, uh, uh, give him four yards, five yards on the carry. It seemed like a lot more because he was so deep in the backfield in punt formation. And and also, you're, you're exactly right, it was uh, fourth and a host. Wasn't going to pick that up, so um, interesting call. K-Man with Drew Ginter and Leron Kindred. Lined up as split ends, back to pass, wide open over the middle. Ethan Bryce catches it at the 20, down to the 10, to the 5, touchdown, touchdown, Mishawaka. One play, 36 yards, and Brady Fisher, he could not miss on that pass. No. Wide open. Wide open. Ethan Bryce, who had four touchdowns a year ago, picks up his first on the season, and Mishawaka surges on top, it's 20 to nothing. Well, last week we saw drives of uh, 16, 19, 11. We've seen three drives of five plays, three plays, one play. Ethan Williams will long snap it, waiting for the hold is Isaiah Butte. Good snap, good hold. Heavy rush from the left side, but the kick by Lucas Larson is up, and it is good. Larson now 12 for 12 on the season, including 3 for 39. Time out of the field, 3-10 to go. First quarter, it's all K-Men. Mishawaka 21, no shit, no score. You're into it, Mishawaka K-Men football on 96-1. The t- Back to Steel Stadium. And if you maybe stepped out for a half a minute to... Uh, Pick up a pizza or you know, warm up some leftovers from lunch or whatever the case is and step back. It was 7-0, it was 14-0, and now it's 21-0. The caveman adding two scores here, basically less than three minutes and a high bouncer fielded back by Elliott at the 12, up to the 15, 20, up to the 25, and he's wrestled down just past the 25-yard line. That's where Gosha will start first to 10. We'll call it the 26 for the Red Hawks. It is all Mishawaka. Brady Fisher, eight-yard touchdown run on the opening drive that took just five plays at 69 yards. Novell Miller on a 71-yard sprint and a touchdown. An extra point made it 14-zip, a three-play drive at 556. And then literally uh, less than three minutes later, Brady Fisher to Ethan Bryce after they took over on downs, holding Goshen after they tried a little... uh, Gadget play, not necessarily a trickery, but certainly just went forward on the fourth and long instead of uh, punting. They in punt formation ran the football, were held on downs, and Mishawaka took just one play to score from 38 yards away. Now, Red Hawks with a little dumper in the backfield. Catch and run there by Elliott, and Elliott is upended after a short game to around the 30-yard line. Ran the speed option to the field. Uh, no fake to the back. It's just a uh, pitcher keep. They pitched to Elliott, and he picked up about four yards, three yards, Colin. So Carter Diaz, a freshman starting at quarterback here tonight. They have had injuries to Elliott Fry, the starting quarterback, uh, to Gustavo Gonzalez, an offensive lineman, and Ryan Eldridge, who is a two-way offensive lineman at 6'7", 256, and a senior a Ball State recruit. There's some talent in this program. Right now, they're just not on the field for Goshen, and now back to pass, letting it air out up for grabs, and the ball is deflected, intended down here in front of us for Anthony Longstreet on that long throw by Drew Elliott. Yeah, we saw the halfback pass work for Mishawaka last week, right before the half. 
Going to try the halfback pass from Goshen, but well defended. So third and seven on the incompleted pass. One thing for sure, we know this. Drew Elliott, Drew Elliott can throw the football. He's got a pretty good arm. He chucked that every bit of 40 yards. Yeah, Drew Elliott coming into this series had only carried the ball twice in eight plays. and uh, Shotgun snap to Diaz, and he bobbled it, picked it up, and then sprinted out in a 9-1-1 emergency mode to the left and was hammered down for no gain on the play. In fact, maybe a loss of about a yard. They'll mark it right at the 30. I think, Actually, they uh, gave him a, a yard gain, but it'll be fourth and six, and decision time or punting time here for Goshen. Well, they punted the ball one time for 48 yards. It was clearly their best play of the night. But I think the, uh, the coaching staff at Goshen realizes we can't stop them. Our best bet is to get a first down and keep their hands on the ball, whether we give them a field of 86 yards or 46. Drew Elliott now in the shotgun snap, takes the one-step approach, pounds it away. Brady Newsom is back, and he will run away from the ball that sails over his head and rolls inside the 20, inside the 15, and down to around the 12-yard line. That is an excellent kick yeah. by Mr. Everything for Goshen High School, Drew Elliott, who is a linebacker on defense, running back. We saw him throw a pass, so he could be labeled as the quarterback. He's also a kick returner and punter. In the home games, I understand he takes tickets and sells popcorn as well. Drives the bus. 58 yards on the punt. Now, so he does have a little bit of a breeze at his back. We've got a kind of a north-northwesterly breeze rolling through, and it's a very light breeze just kind of fluttering the flag down in the south end zone here at Steel Stadium. It is an incredibly pleasant night weather-wise, in particular with the sauna that we played in earlier uh, just a couple of weeks ago. So a minute 12 here in this opening period. 21-0 Cavemen, and they will go fullback blast to Novell Miller, and Miller from the 11 surges forward to the 15 for a gain of about four. Brian, this is the fourth series for the Cavemen. There's still a minute to go in the first quarter. Sometimes we've played halves where we didn't get uh, four drives. Certainly, Goshen has not had any luck offensively putting anything together, let alone a first down against the caveman. Fisher fakes it to the fullback. Quarterback keeper right up the middle. Brady pass to 20, 25. Still dragging people. 30, 35. Needs a blocker. Out of bounds. He's pushing the 42-yard line. Up the field, Kanan Smith leading the way along with Tim Kay. Trying to help out with some extra blocking upfield after breaking through that initial and original line of scrimmage. But Brady Fisher on a 25-yard pickup. You can hear the excitement in the background by PA announcer and the happily retired Mike Bresky from his teaching career here for many years at Mishawak. In fact, he is celebrating tonight along with several other members of the class of 1978 with their 45th reunion. So certainly the caveman football team doing their part here tonight. Fisher, kind of a broken play, turned on a delay, looking to give it to Novell Miller, and something broke down there. And 
Fisher just wisely held the football and got bottled up for a loss on the play, or maybe no gain. We'll see where they make forward progress. He'll say back to the line of scrimmage, so no gain. What will probably be the final play of our first quarter. So 12 action-packed minutes are in the book here from Steel Stadium in week number four of the high school football campaign. And Mishawaka looking impressive in this opening frame. They lead visiting Goshen. K-Bet 21, Goshen Redhawks no score. Second quarter play-by-play next. And when we come back, we'll check in with the Mishawaka Network's Brady Gallo for a sideline report. But first this, a 96-1 the ton. And... We turn the page to quarter number two along with Scott Bobekirk. I'm Brian Miller, Mishawaka 21, Goshen no score. Came in as we switch sides. We'll switch from right to left, and now they'll go left to right in from near midfield. Brady Fisher will hand it off, running off after the fake, running off to the left side and getting tripped up just past midfield for a gain of about eight yards down on the sideline. I don't know, could you keep up with all the running? Because... Uh, Brady Gallo, there's a whole lot of uh, rushing offense in that opening first quarter. You saw lots of action. Yeah, lots of running. I mean, it's like Mr. Walker is playing on rookie mode down here. I mean, up and down the field, up and down the field. It's really hard to keep track. I saw Drew Gainer down here taking some snaps from under center, so maybe we get to see him tonight so we have in store for next year, Mr. Walker. Drew Ginter, of course, starting in the secondary early in the season, the sophomore. Yep, he was looking pretty good, so hopefully we get a chance to see him tonight. On the depth chart, we very well could see if the caveman can continue the dominance. Pass oh, downfield. Speaking of Ginter, he's got the football on the long pass from Fisher, and Drew Ginter's going to go the distance. Touchdown, Mishawaka. 43-yard toss by Brady Fisher, and the caveman dent the scoreboard again. They lead it 27 to nothing. Ran a bootleg, faked the toss, going left. Fisher rolled to his right. He had the fullback in the flat. He had Ginter on the over route. Ginter was wide open. My biggest fear was that he was going to overthrow him, but he put the ball right on the money, picked up a key block, and went 49 yards for a touchdown. Well, the Ginter family is celebrating down to our right here, and why not? Sophomore Drew Ginter with his first Touchdown of his varsity career. Now a point after conversion. Lucas Larson with the kick out of the hold of Isaiah Butte. And it is up and it is good. Just underway in period number two. All K-Men. They lead Goshen 28-0 on 96-1 the ton and the Mishawaka Network. Winning athletic teams often talk about their culture. Locally, Bethel University is committed to a positive culture through a faith-based approach for all their coaches and athletes. Bethel Athletic Director Tony Natale, please, please tell us more. Yeah, our culture is really uh, very, very good right now here at Bethel University Athletics. We're excited to continue to stay Christ-centered in all we do, but our focus of everything is our student-athletes. We want them to have the best possible athletic experience they could possibly have. Competitive teams as well, but in addition, there is great diversity here at Bethel. Yeah, we uh, we represent uh, several of the states and several countries as well. As we have uh, very uh, good representation of our international kids on many many of our teams. Now, certainly, before we go any further, we must must talk about the Layman Training Center. Tell us more. Yeah, the Layman Training Center has been a game changer here for Bethel University Athletics. It houses our track team uh, mainly, but then also a lot of our teams get to use the weight facility, and it opens up our current facilities as well. Hey, make sure you follow the pilots on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or find out more, learn more, bupilots.com. Along with Scott Bovenkirk, I'm Brian Miller. 
might need an abacus here before the night's done with uh, all the yards and all the points because Mishawaka has just tallied another score on a five-play, 88-yard drive that uh, wrapped up with the end of the first quarter and basically two plays into period number two and the kick now by Lucas Larson fielded back on a back pedal at the five, up to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, and a good return there by Goshen and Drew Elliott. 21, Drew Elliott on the He's got a one-man wrecking crew out there for the Redhawks. Brings it back past the 30 to the 33-yard line where visiting Goshen will start first and 10. Brady Fisher connecting with sophomore Drew Ginter. And last year, Brady tossed for four touchdowns on the season. That is his second TD throw of the season so far here in week number four. And now we have an official's timeout. Well, I can only imagine the bragging that will be going on in the Ginter household because, well, little brother Drew and older brother Garrett G uh, was the starting center last year for the Cayman. Never had that opportunity to score a touchdown. Now, he might tell you he did, huh. and I can say that. G's one of my, uh, one of my uh, followers on Twitter, so I can say that, and okay. I'm sure I'll hear about it later. All right. Cayman up 28 zip, and now Goshen breaks their huddle. The freshman quarterback, Carter Diaz, taking the snap, and as the play transpires, Drew Elliott, rather, with the football, penalty flags down on the play. Looks to me like Mishawaka is going to be called for encroachment. Five yards. I know we had our pregame conversation with Keith Kinder. Talked about expectations and talked about managing just some of the, some of the things you can control, and one of those is eliminating penalties and just uh, mistakes. Your second one tonight for five yards. Had one earlier for 15 on an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. Back back early, early in that first quarter. Quickly, Evan Wagner and Drew Elliott break the huddle. Shotgun formation. Diaz takes a snap inside handoff to Elliott, and Elliott will surge forward and dive out past the 40 to the 42-yard line, short of the first down with a nice run right up the gut and is able to pick up enough yardage to now set the stage for second down and a very long one or a short two. Scoreboard says second and two, so we'll agree with them at 10-28 before halftime. Goshen looking for their first first down. The Cavemen haven't had many first downs because their scoring plays have been on large chunks of real estate. 71 yards, 38 yards, and just moments ago, a 49-yard touchdown pass. Shotgun snap, Diaz inside, little handoff to Clevenger, and Jason Clevenger will dive forward and very, very close to the first down for the 5'6 sophomore. He will be dropped right at the sticks and will pick up the first Goshen first down of the night. First down sponsored by Kevin Putz of First First Midwest Mortgage. First down Goshen at the 10-minute mark here before half. And again, a 28-0 Mishawaka caveman advantage. Needed to, got to. Nobody's asking you anything special. Just get the two we need and let's advance the chains. Caveman next week will hit the road. Friday Night Lights experience down in Plymouth. It'll be the halfway point, believe it or not, of the regular season next Friday, week five. And we'll have all the action right here if you're not there in person on 96-1 the ton. 
Shotgun snap, Diaz on a 9-1-1 pitch near left side to Clevenger, and Clevenger caught it right around the face mask and then run it upfield and got pounded by Jackson Snyder and a few other maroon-cladded defenders for the Mishawaki K-Bam. That's not the pitch relationship that you want. I mean, that was about a two-yard pitch. You'd, you'd like to have five by four. Here, and, you uh, take it. It was one of those yeah, things. It, here. it was uh, somebody's not running the right track here. So on that short gain of about two, it'll be second down, eight yards to go, 8.52, clock moving here in our second quarter. Mishawaka 28, Goshen no score is our tally. Shotgun snap, outside handoff, there goes Elliott, curls out to the right, then cuts back towards the middle and brings it past midfield up to around the 48-yard line, just about a yard shy, but a pickup of seven, a yard shy on second and eight. Goes with seven, will now face Goshen with a third and one play. As the Mishawaka defense giving up a little real estate for the first time tonight. Yeah, Brian, you know, you could see with, uh, with a, with a uh, Division I recruit in there at guard and, and uh, uh, a veteran quarterback um, and then Elliott in the backfield, you, you could see where, where this could be an entirely different Goshen team. Injuries have just hurt them. Two wideouts left. One wide out to the near side, and the inside handoff for the first down and more. It is Drew Elliott. Elliott, who again rushed 15 times for 176 yards last week in the Red Hawk loss to Wawasee, picks up another first down. They advance the chains. And again, our first down tonight and all season long brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. A couple of updates for you on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard. Other Northern Lakes Conference games. In the second quarter, down in Napanee, Northwood and Northridge, they are even 7-7. Seven and seven. And down in Syracuse, Wawasee with a 10-7 advantage, a three-point lead on Plymouth, also in period number two. Here it is, 28-0 Mishawaka. Cavemen have been in the driver's seat pretty much this entire night. Low snap, inside handoff. Diaz to Elliott, and Elliott tries to get outside, but nothing happened in there. But he does need, or does get rather, a little bit of daylight and picks up a yard or two on the play before he's met once again by the Will linebacker. That would be Jackson Snyder, leading tackler for this K-Bank club, who had a year ago 63 tackles, 53 of them that were solo tackles, along with three quarterback sacks and seven tackles for loss. So far, coming off a 10 tackle performance last week. Ten solo tackles at Northridge on the year. Jackson Snyder with 35 tackles coming in. 26 of those solo along with nine assists. He is having a great, great start to his junior season. Second and seven. Inside handoff. Again, it will go to Elliott. He'll sweep to the outside right and he'll come very close to the first down. Drop just shy of the 32-yard line. He'll be very close to the first down. They'll say he's about a yard, maybe a yard. Half a yard or so shot. So the Red Hawks trying to gain a little momentum here and uh, some respect here before the teams head to the locker room down by four scores. But right now moving the football rather well here on their possession here mid-second quarter. Yeah, and, and more importantly, they're keeping the ball out of uh, the cavemen's hand because they've just, they haven't been able to stop them at all. No so, answers. So this is, uh, this is, 
I'd like to say it's good for the Goshen defense, but they're the same kids. They've got eight kids going both ways. So. Wide outs left and right, a slot to the left. Inside handoff, Evan Wagner, the running back, and he will get the first down out past the 30 and surge forward for an extra yard or two. They'll mark him at the 29-yard line, a gain of two. And they'll dance the chains brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Coming up, our halftime report. Sponsored by the Mishawak Education Foundation. And they're looking forward later in October to hosting the annual Trucker Treat event here at Mishawaka High School. Details on that coming up in, in the uh, upcoming weeks. We're going to look forward to partner with the Mishawaka Education Foundation and School City Mishawaka for that big event coming up again in October. Four wideouts, two left, two right. Shotgun snap. Inside handoff again. It is Drew Elliott. Elliott will blast up the middle. Has the first down. Outside to the 20. Down to the 15. Tiptoes the sidelines and runs down to the end zone for a touchdown for the Goshen Redhawks. 29-yard run. And the Redhawks are on the board to make it 28-6. A nifty run of 29 yards by Drew Elliott. Yeah, he's a football player. Drew Elliott, 6'1", 205-pounder. And rushed the ball 38 times on the season coming in. He might end up running the ball 38 times tonight if they can get enough snaps to the football. So now the point after conversion upcoming. Aaron Munsithera. A right-footed soccer-style kicker will attempt the point after conversion, waiting for the snap. Heavy oh. rush. Ball is blocked right at the line of scrimmage. A surging blitz by the uh, special teams and Camden Putts coming up with the block. So Putts having a good night on the defensive side from his jack linebacker position. Comes up with the block PAT for some momentum for the K-Men as they'll get the football back. 4.48 to play here in our first half. Second quarter score, Mishawaka 28, Goshen 6. We pause for this. You're in two with Mishawaka K-Men football. A 96 won the ton and the Mishawaka Network. Back to Steel Stadium as the clouds have kind of separated and the setting sun off to our west that fortunately rather is over our... Uh, back and left shoulder and we're in the shade here in the press box but right now a good chunk of the Goshen fans across the way are probably feeling like they're looking into a spotlight. All of a sudden the sun has appeared. Hey, better late than never I guess. 4.48 to play here before half of the Cavemen find their first break tonight in their defense and giving up a, just a not that they gave up, but Goshen earned a very hard earned drive and a little pooch kick on a back pedal it is fielded there fair by Caden Smith. Smith. And no return on the fair catch. And Mishawak will take over. But again, a very good drive there for Goshen to put their first first down on the board for the night. But they had three in that drive of memory serves, but first also getting the 29-yard touchdown run by Drew Elliott, although the extra point was blocked by Mishawaka's Camden Putts. A little daylight as the sun came out, a little daylight for the Red Hawks. Yeah, it was a drive that they needed. Uh... 4.46 to go in the half. What they really need is to stop defensively. Brady Fisher will continue at quarterback, selling behind center Eddie Rodriguez. 
Send a man in motion, looks the outside, but gives it off inside to the fullback, Odell Miller, and he will do his blue-collar effort to surge up past the 30 to the 32-yard line for a short game of about two. It'll be second down and eight. We're at the 430 mark here before halftime. Nice crowd on hand here tonight, and they're certainly enjoying an absolute perfect weather night. Drop back to pass. Pump fake. Brady Fisher downfield. A running Trey Thomas catches it in stride. He's going to go down to the 30 to the 2010. Touchdown. Touchdown, Mishawaka. 71 yard on the pump fake, and letting it fly is Brady Fisher connecting once with Ethan Bryce. Once with Drew Ginter, and now Trey Thomas gets into the act. Not as uh, maybe dramatic as last week's catch right before halftime at Northridge. But how many times has Mishawaka thrown for three touchdowns in the first half? It has been a long yep. time. Well, ran a double move, ran a little hitch and go. Mishawaka's been throwing the hitch, throwing the hitch all year, not necessarily tonight. But uh, faked the hitch and then took off and just uh, the Goshen defender had no chance. And Colton Sutton had no chance to get back after he went on what he thought was the first movement. And it was an actual false start against the K-Ben. So Goshen, while their special team are coming around the left end looking for that point after conversion block, K-Ben called for the penalty of five yards, so they'll back it up. Still well in the range of Lucas Larson who will attempt another point after conversion where he's four for four tonight. Isaiah Butte will hold. Ethan Williams will long snap it. 34-6 Mishawaka, point after conversion now. Waiting, snap there, hold is there. Kick has the distance, and the kick it is good. Lucas Larson, a perfect five for five tonight. Time out of the field, 4-13 to play here in our first half. Cavemen extend their lead. It's Mishawaka 35, Goshen 6. Here two with Mishawaka K-Ben football on 96-1 the top. Back to Steel Stadium. It took just 35 seconds. And the K-Ben's going a two-play 72-yard drive. And now the Lucas Larson point after or the uh, ensuing kick, rather. Fielded back at the five-yard line. And brought right back up center stage by Drew Elliott. And he is tripped up just past the 25. So a return of about 20 will set Goshen up with 4.06 to play here in this first half. With good field position, but Mishawaka, the dominant team here on the home turf, looking to go 2-0 in the Northern Lakes Conference season. And right now there is no question who's the better team here on this Friday night. Yeah, right now Goshen is looking for things to build on. If they have another drive like they did the last time, kill a little clock, go in at halftime, without having to turn the ball back to Mishawaka, who has struck early and often. Gabe Janice and Anthony Longstreet are the receivers and wideouts, both left and right. Shotgun snap goes to the freshman quarterback and the inside handoff to Drew Elliott, and Elliott tries to scamper to the outside, but he has his legs taken out underneath from him. Great defensive tackle there by the caveman. Did not see... Who actually had that tackle? Let's see who was that. I believe Jason Martin from the defensive end position. And now a timeout taken on the field by Mishawaka. Mishawaka. So the K-Men want the football back, so they're going to uh, 
circle the defensive wagons here to talk about things at four minutes to play before halftime. It's all Mishawaka. They lead it 35-6. We'll break. Keeping an eye on scores. Well, doing all the work is Matt Emery back in our 96 Plus Ton Studios. and want to wish Matt a happy belated birthday. Happy birthday, Matty. There you go, Matty. You got it. Some of us, we like to collect those, and they're more cherished the older we get. But uh, happy belated birthday, Matt Embry. And he tells us that Warsaw has jumped out on top of Concord 7-0 down at Tigertown. Northwood has regained the lead on Northridge. They lead 14-10. Outside pitch, double-team, triple-team. Drew Elliott is bottled up by four, five, six different Maroon jerseys. Bodies flying all over. And the caveman defense was all over. The quarterback pitch from Diaz to Elliott, and Elliott had no chance at all. Mike Bresky, the PA announcer in the background, telling us it was a loss of five on the play. So now third down, third and we'll call it 19 from the 19-yard line, and we're going to keep it right here as Mishawaka has burned yet another defensive timeout. But again on the U.S. Seincrafters school board, second quarter down in Tigertown. Warsaw leads Concord 7-0. In Napanee, Northwood leads Northridge. That one's been back and forth. Panthers 14, Raiders 10. And down in Syracuse, Wawasi and Plymouth are all knotted up 10 and 10. Other games around the area tonight, we have in the Northern Indiana Conference, Mishawaka Marion at New Prairie, South Bend St. Joe's at John Adams. South Bend Clay is hosting South Bend Riley. Riley looking to go 4-0 on the season. Clay looking for their first win in seems like forever. Jimtown tonight home against the old Northern State Conference rival John Glenn Falcons. Hammond Morton takes the trip from the region to play Penn over at Everwise Freed Field. Elsewhere, Bremen is at Triton. Elkhart hits the road to Ohio to take Massillon Washington High School. South Bend Washington is on the road against Calumet and a few games in the Doonland Conference, including Laporte at Chesterton, Michigan City at Valparaiso, Portage at Merrillville, Crown Point at Lake Central. That Embry will keep us updated on those scores and more throughout the night. Diaz steps back, throws up a prayer right side. All kinds of bodies collided down on that little floater. And the intended receiver, Hirsch, or Hinkle rather, got knocked around by a K-man secondary player or two, and that'll be a penalty on the defense of Mishawaka. Yeah, that's one of those balls that's thrown underneath. It's, it's too short. The defender is going for the ball and runs into the receiver, and he gets called for the pass interference. First down via the penalty, but our first down's brought not, to you by Kevin Not a first Fox. down in high school. No? Not a first down in high school. Nope. It's a 15-yard penalty, but not an automatic first down. Because they needed about 24 on the play. <laughs> but it'll still be third down again. Third and short this time. Thanks to that penalty. Goshen in kind of a half huddle, and now they scatter, get to the line of scrimmage, wait for the shotgun snap. Diaz takes it, bobbles it, and just falls on it. And now it's in the 32. It'll be fourth and about six. So the Redhawks just, when they thought maybe they'd get a break with that pass interference play, that Cole Hinkle was able to draw. And now Goshen will have to go for a little desperation there with 3.15 and counting before halftime. Mishawaka leading 35-6. to 
the nice thing here is that Elliott is also the punter, so they can keep their offense on the field. And he will punt it with a one-step approach. High floater. Fair catch called for by Brady Newsom. And after Newsom caught the ball, there was some contact between he and Aiden Ellison, but not enough contact to draw any sort of penalty flag, although I do think Newsom was a bit surprised by the contact by the Goshen special teamer. So 2.53 to play here before halftime. And again, our Mishawak Education halftime report coming up at the break. Certainly during that time, we'll check in downstairs with the Mishawaka Network's Brady Gallo. Done a fine job with our sideline reports throughout the season. Look forward to getting his thoughts. Who will also catch up rather with Coach Keith Kinder at the end of the half and get his thoughts going into the third quarter for this Mishawaka K-Man football team. Brady Fisher takes a snap, rolls left, throws underneath. Pass is caught by Jack Troyer. Troyer run out of bounds right at the 40-yard line on a pickup of about seven. That's a tough throw, Bob. You're basically a right-hander going to yep. your left and really working against your momentum and uh, had some defenders on his hip too. Did a nice job of getting depth. A lot of times right-handers sprinting to their left don't want to get the depth, the bend. They've got to run that little curve. Did a nice job. Pass complete, makes it second down and three. Now back to pass again. Brady Fisher throws it upfield. Caught by Trey Thomas. Thomas hog tied pass midfield to run out of bounds at the 48-yard line. The first down on that reception by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. And Brady Fisher, the K-man. Scott Bobekirk, uh, do you think this is a test to see what can we do if we need to throw well, the ball? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I Look. They've got the whole playbook that's open to them right now. And and Keith has talked all year long about winning the last four minutes of the half, winning the first four minutes of the third. Uh, they're not going to let their foot up, uh, take their foot off the gas right now. Fisher pump fakes, pump fakes, throws downfield and then throws it away incomplete. Threw it away. Brady and that is his incomplete. first incompletion of the night. Stops the clock at 2.30 to play here in period number two. It's a very, very lengthy first half. As far as clock time, we are at 8 o'clock here. And normally by this point, we're getting ready to probably, uh, if not already into our halftime report, uh, we're into the third quarter some nights. A lot of scoring, a lot of offense, and uh, lots of stoppage in plays. Inside fullback fake, outside handoff. It is Caden Smith, and Smith will sweep to the outside oh, right Caden with a blocker, blocker, Jack Troyer, out in front of him. And Caden Smith, who has rushed the ball eight times for 40 yards on the season, picks up some nice yardage out to about the 45-yard line. Third down, third and six. Mishawaka as the clock did stop as it went out of bounds at the 2.25 time mark. Here in period number two, Cavemen leading 35-6. to six. Jack Troyer in motion. Fisher and a penalty. Looks like procedure against Mishawaka. Little movement on the offensive line. So the officials and 
Head referee Sean Jenkins marking off the real estate. The penalty did stop the clock at 2.23 to go in the half. And Mishawaka will reset things up now. Third down and 11. Inside handoff. They'll go right into the belly of the fullback, Novell Miller. And Novell Miller will just push people forward as he surges from the line of scrimmage and gains about seven yards before White Cooper comes up with the stop. White Cooper, a freshman, 5'9", 240 pounds, playing both ways. It's unheard of to be a starting freshman in varsity football at many schools, but starting as a two-way player at a 5A school is uh, something unique. Fake to the fullback. Freddie Fisher will keep it. Well read by the Goshen defense, and Josiah Keplinger comes up with a stop. No gain. So the cavemen are shut down on that third down play, and or on fourth down rather, and then now taking over on downs will be the Goshen Redhawks. First stop tonight for the Goshen Redhawks with a minute 46 to go in the half. Interesting to see how playing time gets rotated during the second half. Came in right now with Cohen, Martin, and Dunning, or actually Shiko. Cohen, Shiko, and Martin on the front three of their defensive look. Jack Troyer, Brady Newsom, Jaden Parker, Trey Thomas in that backfield. And a shotgun snap to the freshman Carter Diaz and a false start on Goshen on the Red Hawks. I believe Clevenger jumped from his slot position. So the clock stops again with a penalty. Marches the football back to around the 37, 30, 38-yard line at the near left hash mark. Goshen going from right to left. Looking towards the north end zone here at Steel Stadium. High shotgun snap. Bobbled by Diaz. Picks it up on a hop. Turns and fires it upfield. It takes a hop into the hands of the intended receiver. But again, it bounced on the turf ever so slightly. Thus, it is incomplete. Intended for Cole Hinkle. Ball just skipped on the turf to call that incomplete. I was surprised it was that close, Brian, after the uh, the muffed snap. Diaz was running for his life, kind of threw it sidearm. Tell you what, I think he's a pretty good little athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The game goes so fast when you're a freshman. 5'7", 140 pounds, and again, just a ninth grader. Shotgun snap, and the inside handoff to Evan Wagner. And Wagner gets clobbered for no game. So it'll be third down. 53, John Cohen on a tackle. John Cohen has made some fine improvement there. You can hear in the background credited with the tackle. Goshen kind of runs a muddle huddle. They just hang around. They get their signal from the sideline, and they sprint up to the line. They, they, they are not a hurry-up offense, um, but they really don't huddle. Play clock down to seven. Game clock at 53 seconds here before halftime. Inside handoff. One, two, and three hits to Drew Elliott. 
who got only to the line of scrimmage, and then he is hammered by a couple of K-band defenders. 26, Jackson Snyder on a tackle. Timeout, Mishawaka, I think that's their third. Fourth and 14. Defensive quarter, Matt Lewinsky all fired up with that heavy hitting inside to shut down Drew Elliott for no gain. And upcoming is fourth down and 14. And Mishawaka calls a timeout. Meanwhile, one of the Goshen Redhawks, Hampton Rivera, 5'9", senior lineman playing both ways, hobbling off the field right now under the assistance of a couple of his teammates. And that is the last thing the Redhawks need at this point in time. As Coach Tom Wogelman in his second year trying to keep things as cohesive and as good as possible with his 0-3 start and just an incredibly banged up unit of Goshen Redhawk players. Yeah, Meanwhile for Mishawaka, the Cavemen, other than a couple of injuries, have been relatively healthy. Trevor Went, you recall, was injured in the Penn game and his play has been quite limited since. Zach Moore with an injury, did not start, not playing tonight. Addison Cannon with a knee injury. But for the most part, the Cavemen are all in pretty good shape from the uh, health perspective. So after the timeout, Mishawaka taking that defensively, their final timeout of the half. Goshen still has all three of theirs remaining. Mishawaka 35-6, and now a quick kick. High snap, Drew Elliott angles it to the far right sideline. It takes a bounce around to 33 and rolls outside the 30 to the 29-yard line, where it is chased down by Goshen and Gabe Janice on the special teams run. Drew pass. Another Sorry, Drew fine Elliott's punt line. there by Travel Drew Elliott. 34-yard punt. No return. So Mishawaka will have the final snap. Now, you, you heard the words of wisdom, and you alluded to it a moment ago from Keith Kinder about winning the eight-minute stretch, the final four minutes of quarter two, and the first four minutes of the second half and or quarter number three. Yeah, this is a tough one because you're already up 35 to six. 35 points, you start getting the running clock. So one more score would get you the running clock in the second half. So this is going to be an interesting 37 seconds. Brady Fisher back to pass to Trey Thomas and the little hook and ladder. Dishes it to Jack Troyer, and Troyer run up the near sidelines to the 40. Wrestled down around the 30-yard line. A great play. Trey Thomas with a little tip to Jack Troyer. And Troyer off to the races. Caught from behind by Goshen. But it's a first down sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. And then Brady Fisher will spike the football. Again, Mishawaka without any times out remaining. He will spike the football to stop the clock. He will kill first down. It will now be second and 10 from the Goshen 23-yard line. So certainly, Kyle Shaw, the offensive coordinator, Coach Keith Kinder, and this Mishawaka coaching staff emptying the playbook here tonight. Referee is trying to signal that he wants a certain time on the clock. 24 seconds is what we're going to go with. So back under center is Brady Fisher. Second and 10, caveman. Jack Troyer in motion, fakes a toss sweep left, curls back to the right, throws downfield, has a man. Trey Thomas slides to the end zone, catches it. Touchdown, Mishawaka. Twenty-three yard scoring strike. 
Yeah, now there's going to be a lot of people that are sitting in the stands saying, ah, they're running it up on poor Goshen. They're running it up. And, and, yeah, they are. But the magic number in high school football right now is 35. If you can get up by 35 points or more after the first half, the clock runs. It's a continuous clock, basically, continuous other clock. than a timeout or an injury. Or after a score. And after yep. the scores. Point after conversion for Lucas Larson. He will put the right foot to it. Up and good. Good hold from Isaiah Butte. And the long snap there by Ethan Williams. Timeout, 19 seconds to go before half. Cavemen in the driver's seat. They lead Goshen 42-6. We're back after this on 96-1 the ton and the Mishawaka. A few updates for you on the U.S. Signcrafter scoreboard. Penn with the lead on Hammond Morton over at Penn High School. Freeman leading Triton, 14-7. And what was your other one you just had both? John Glenn, six, Jimtown, nothing. Here we go, some scores. That game from the Northern Indiana Conference, but those scores on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard. In fact, coming up at halftime, Matt Embry will have a complete look. The birthday boy, plus a day, will have a complete look at the area scores for high school football week number four action here in Indiana. And right now, the cavemen... In Class 5A is this pooch kick by Lucas Larson is fielded on a bounce by Goshen and Colton Rapp, who will just fall on the football, the six-foot sophomore, and Goshen will have 17 seconds and three timeouts to go. And we'll see if Goshen elects to try to air it out, keep the ball on the ground, or maybe take a knee and just get to the locker room, although they are chasing a 42-6 deficit. 36-point ball game, and again, we will have a running clock in the second half. Unless Goshen scores in the next 17 seconds, which is... Never know. Yeah. Three wideouts, two left, one right. Shotgun snap. Goes to Diaz, and the inside handoff goes right up the gut and then slanting out towards the right. That run there by Jacek Clevenger. Clevenger on the carry, and that will be the final play of our first half. So Goshen opting not to use their timeouts, and the fans stand and shout their approval for the Mishawaka Cavemen. Because here in the first two quarters of football, the home team, the Maroon and White have been in complete dominant fashion. Here at the break, Mishawaka leads Goshen 40 Two to six. Stay tuned. Our halftime report is just around the corner. Sponsored by the School City of Mishawaka's Mishawaka Education Foundation, granting a better future. All that is coming up in a few moments. We'll check scoring and statistics. We'll get thoughts from Scott Bovakirk. We will certainly have scores and more with Matt Embry on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard. Dean Huppert will have his weekly interview and also sideline report will be coming up a little later on with the Mishawaka Network's Brady Gallo as he will catch up with Coach Keith Kinder and much, much more coming up here later at half. Again, here at the break from Steel Stadium on the campus of Mishawaka High School, the host K-Men lead Goshen 42-6 as you're two with Mishawaka K-Men football here on 96 won the ton. And the well, I guess it is an appropriate celebration because Mishawaka here at the half leading Goshen 
42 to 6 and they're enjoying this because tonight they're also celebrating a 45th reunion for the class of 1978 and among the honorees here tonight Mishawaka Hall of Famers Al Smith and Mishawaka Hall of Famer Bill Doba who uh, you know uh, there's this is kind of the, the Bill Doba factor he was a coach at Goshen in the late 60s then was Basically uh, offered the job here at Mishawaka, took the football job, had a great career here at Mishawaka High School, won 75 games during his career, and uh, so much more. We'll touch on a little, uh, on some of that a little bit later on in the broadcast. But uh, uh, at that point, for some unknown reason, the series then between Mishawaka and Goshen vanished for a long, long time, well till after the turn of the century. And uh, since then, and obviously as members of the Northern Lakes Conference now, but uh, interesting that we call it the Bill Doba Factory, or the Bill Doba Factor, rather. 42-6 is our tally. I'm keeping the bird's eye view here on Brady Gallo downstairs, and I know awaiting the arrival of head coach Keith Kinder for a uh, comment or two from the uh, from the locker room. Scott Bovenkirk, your thoughts here, 42-6. There really, truly was not much that went wrong uh, for the uh, for the cavemen here, yeah, one drive that didn't end in a score, but uh, the rest did. Um, and uh, the amazing thing to me is I can't remember the last time when we said Mishawaka threw for 226 and rushed for 229 in a half. Hey, let's head downstairs. Brady Gallo, the Mishawaka Network, standing by with Mishawaka coach Keith Kinder. Coach, you had an explosive half offensively you guys aired the ball out a little bit more than normal so is that something we can expect was that something that you guys planned or is that something you guys kind of improv having that big lead well don't don't expect us to to throw it a bunch every week uh just an opportunity to work on some other things and really limit the the carries that 12 and 2 have in in this half just making sure that nothing silly happens in terms of uh, a freak injury or anything like that but also to work on the timing of some of our passing game um and it looked really good you know brady threw the ball well um and you know we're in a position where we got it to a running clock and now we can get uh you know our younger guys some time and and hopefully get out of here and get some get some good dinner always fun to play with the lead let's go finish this one all right, thoughts from Brady Gallo downstairs and Mishawaka head coach Keith Kinder. Certainly Scott Bovenkirk as a football coach, whether it's an, an arch rival game or a, uh, a game maybe against a, a first-time opponent or maybe with a mismatch. That Unfortunately tonight that is the case with 0-3 Goshen and the 2-1 Cavemen here. 42-6 our score at halftime uh, with Mishawaka definitely in the driver's seat. Injuries are a part of the game, but if you can avoid those, and he talked about the contact and kind of the, uh, the war that Novell Miller and Brady Fisher go through and all the hits that they take, trying to limit some of that here tonight. It's an interesting uh, thought, but certainly one that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, you look at Novell Miller, he don't avoid people. <laughs> no, he know, does he, not. He, he gets the ball, goes straight ahead. Um, he, he's tackle to tackle, and, uh, and, and even when he does not carry the ball, we're faking the ball to him. So he is getting hit on almost every play. And, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I think it's good strategy. If, if uh, 
Uh, right now, Goshen is going to receive the second half kickoff. I don't know if Mishawaka will play their first team for a series or two in the third quarter. Um, but I would say most of those guys are going to get the rest of the night off. With the clock running, that's a great advantage because, uh, you know, even if you score, um, you're going to time off the clock. Well, so. as you say that, right now down in front of us at the 50-yard line, you see several of the assistant coaches, Cody Shively, Joe Calderoni, Coach Buckman, uh, among others, down with some of the regular starters and, and whatnot in, in, the, in the end zone. There are a lot of the second stringers and even some of the youngsters from the junior varsity team getting some reps, getting some extra warm-ups. So it's very possible we could see uh, the yeah, second and, team. And, and another conversation, Brian, that was going on is Tom Wogeman and Keith Kinder just met at midfield, and I'm sure they're talking about Hey, who are we going to play? I don't know about having enough kids for a JV game on Monday. All these things are factored in, but I'm sure he wanted to know, hey, just exactly who are you going to play in the second half? And it's, You're you know, going to put in your twos. I'm going to put in my twos, those kind of things. And, and, and Bo, that, that's, that's a tough call. That is a tough call in coaching when you're – friends with an with opposing coach and you've got the upper hand and you're in the driver's seat and you know the coaches sometimes uh, say hey you play hard until the very very end or you uh, keep the foot on the gas or whatever and sometimes that blows up in your face sometimes that causes a lot of bad blood and I think certainly coach Kidner and coach Wolgeman are trying to avoid that here tonight yeah, with that I, very conversation. I, I think Tom's been in enough games where he understands exactly what Keith did uh, at the end of the first half to get the running clock going. The question now is with Goshen, you know, uh, if I play if I play my young kids both the third quarter and fourth quarter, they only get to play three quarters at a JV game, you know. So it may be you play young your young kids, I have, may have to play my old kids for a quarter. Little squib kick fielded by the Red Hawks right around the 25-yard line, brought forward past the 30 up to the 35-yard line return there for Goshen by Cole Hinkle, and we will get things underway here in the second half. So it looks like the first team defense is heading back on the field, or at least a good chunk of it. So we will do our best to pick up some of the different numbers and names. Goshen as an offense only had 78 yards total in the first half, 81 rushing minus three passing. Lucas Simmons, Lucas Simons rather, is a lined up here as a cornerback to the near side. Well, the caveman definitely going to the bench a little bit. Shotgun snap. It'll be a, kind of a wildcat to Elliott, and Elliott will take the snap from the backfield out past the 35 and run it upfield past the 40 to the 45 and pick up 10 yards. Or will they say nine and a half? No, they'll say a 10-yard pickup for Drew Elliott. He's been the workhorse for this Goshen club and has their only score back late second quarter. Mishawaka leading here 42 to six. So we will have a continuous running clock other than with a called timeout with an injury or with a score. Right now, freshman Carter Diaz who was the starting quarterback is out there, but that last snap went directly to Drew Elliott, kind of in a wildcat formation. And now 
You have Diaz lined up as a slot. The shotgun snap going right to Drew Elliott, and he will run it himself right up past the 50 into Mishawaka territory, dropped around the 48-yard line. So Mishawaka settling in on defense. They had the football to begin this football game, you might recall, and opened up with a five-play 69-yard drive that finished off with a Brady Fisher run of eight yards. But after that, Fisher went Norvell Miller's way with a 71-yard run, and then one, two, three, four touchdown passes by Brady Fisher. Ethan Bryce, Drew Ginter, and twice to Trey Thomas to extend their lead and take them to the locker room up by 36. Little slant pass out to the right side. Pass is complete for the first down to Hinkle. Nice pass by Drew Elliott, Drew Elliott who goes from what was the running back position to kind of like the Wildcat quarterback right now. Cole Hinkle with the catch and run. First down brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Goshen on the march. Looking to get back in this football game, but certainly just build some momentum. As they look ahead in this high school football season, next week they will be at Northridge and take on the Raiders, while this K-Man club again will be on the road down at Plymouth. Elliott threw one pass out of the halfback position in the first half, so he is one for two. And he's warmed up, too. <laughs> now wide back. outs. Two now left, back two to right. Halfback. He's back to the halfback, and he'll try to run off left tackle on the sweep. Three and four maroon jerseys will track him down. Trey Dunning with one of the first bits of contact. And Isaiah Butte also checking in at the linebacker position in on the hit. That rush by Elliott gives him a five-yard pickup. Second down and five. Football between the hash marks at the Mishawaka 33-yard line. Hey, fans, remember for some real crunch for your next tailgate party, pick up a bag of Jay's Crunchers potato chips at your favorite Local grocery store, Jay's Crunchers and Jay's Potato Chips, a proud sponsor of high school sports here on the radio. At 96, won the ton. Clevenger shifts from left to right, now goes on the hip of the Wildcats. Shotgun snap to running back, becoming quarterback, Drew Elliott. And Elliott needed five, got that and more for a game of about seven, out to around the 27-yard line. So first down as the chains advance, brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. With Scott Bovenkirk, I'm Brian Miller. Glad to have you with us here on 96.1 The Ton and the Mishawaka Network. And i got to send a special birthday wish. I was actually threatened via text. I have the evidence. I have the evidence that I needed to wish Isaac Valdez a happy birthday. He's up at college, listening on the Mishawaka Network tonight. Isaac, hope things are going well, and happy birthday to you. I'm sure you are uh, enjoying your day. And uh, cavemen are certainly having their way here with rival Goshen. Inside running play. Red Hawks keep it inbounds. And as we unstack the bodies, it is Jasek Clevenger on the carry. And a pickup on the run. Takes it out to the 24-yard line. So second down, second and six, we'll call it, after the four-yard pickup. Red Hawks in that very unconventional huddle. Kind of a gathering of bodies. Uh, the line of scrimmage. And, uh, it's a muddle huddle. A muddle huddle. Muddle huddle. Clevenger, the lone setback. Shotgun formation. 
That is Elliott. He'll take the snap, give it to Clevenger. Clevenger tries to slice to the outside left, and he's bottled up after a short gain of one. It'll be third down. Six, Jazzy Clevenger, the ball carrier. Well, Elliott carried the ball for the first five plays. Now Clevenger is carried for the last two. Kind of spreading the wealth just a little bit. And with the running clock, we're under six minutes already. Keep on a defense right now with Shiko. Dunning, Martin, and John Cohen up on the front line. Shotgun snap out of the Wildcat. Elliott will run it himself, sweeps it out to the right. Oh, man, what a hit as he is dumped as he just cut around the side. And that was a mighty nifty tackle. I did not see who actually made the stop for the K-Man, but whoever laid the leather out there, that was an impressive hit on Drew Elliott. Elliott did pick up the first down. Brought to you by Kevin Putz, the first Midwest Mortgage, first and ten Redhawks. They trail with 5.02 to play third quarter. They trail Mishawaka 42-6. Third first down in the drive. Redhawks break their huddle. Single setback. That is Elliott. He'll get the shotgun snap, and then he'll just run it himself, looking for blockers, runs up the field, past the 10, down to the 5, angles to the left side, and touchdown for Goshen. Drew Elliott working hard on that 17-yard run, using his blockers and using a really, really good football IQ to finding the right angle to the end zone, and the 17-yard gallop puts Goshen back on the board for the second time tonight to make it 42-12. And it would be very easy, Brian, to take a play or two off. When you're down 42-6, to six, uh, you're not going anywhere. It would be very easy to just say, well, protect, protect yourself. But Elliott still played hard. I'm very, very impressed with that young man. Point after conversion now for the Red Hawks. Heavy rush. Kick is up. And the kick, it is up and good. So the point after conversion by Munsinthra will put Goshen on the scoreboard for their 13th point. 3.40 to play. The clock does stop as the score does take place. Timeout, 3.40 to go third quarter. Goshen with the touchdown makes it Mishawaka 42, Red Hawks 13. We're back after this on 96 won the touchdown. Along with Scott Bovenkirk, I'm Brian Miller back here to Steel Stadium. Scoreboard reads Caveman in the driver's seat, 42-13. Goshen on that scoring drive, though. Trying to have a little momentum here in this second half. Finishing off with a Drew Elliott 17-yard touchdown. 3.40 to go in the third. I'm on, I got too many sheets here. I'm, I'm used to just one sheet a night. Uh, I'm already on my second I've sheet. I've had to go back to the cardboard backing on my uh, <laughs> extra long legal pad. The ensuing kick by Goshen into a fair catch. Caden Smith fields it. And again, no kick return. Somebody just woke the student body up. That or my hunch is there's been a lineup change that they're really excited about. Let's see. 
Keith Kinder is going to go to the depth chart. Yes, he is. Drew Ginter is going to come in and call the shots at quarterback. So an exciting time for that sophomore who also had his first varsity touchdown earlier tonight on the pass in the second quarter from Brady Fisher. But Brady's night is done, you would anticipate. And Mishawaka will go to work first and 10 from their own 30-yard line. Ginter takes the snap. They'll go a fullback dive play and right up center stage for a carry by Will Mason. Will Mason, a fan favorite. The five foot six, 140-pounder. Quite the wrestling standout as well. Plays some baseball. I think it's safe to say that we probably won't three, see the ball thrown as much in the second half by Mishawaka. Two receivers, one left, one right, one of which is Alex Dermody. Now man in motion. Ginter takes the snap, fakes it to the fullback. He'll quarterback keep it himself and follow his offensive line forward. And Ginter pushes it out to around the 39-yard line. Good offensive surge there from the line and also by Tim Kay from the halfback position helping block on the way up the field. And it'll be third down and one now after the five-yard pickup. Red Hawks will go back to the drawing board and more so to the trainer's room to try and get some people healthy as they get ready for Northridge next week and try to snap what will be a seven-game overall losing streak encompassing the end of last year and so far the first four weeks of this year. Drew Ginter takes the snap, fakes the fullback. He'll try to run it off left tackle, and there's a whole bunch of white jerseys and red helmets right there. Carson Francis was hoping to help out with some blocking, but there was pure numbers there. But guess what? Drew Ginter's forward progress gets him a first down, and the advance of chains brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Maddox Coonley will check into the lineup for Mishawaka as well. Maddox lined up as a wide receiver. Zach Walsh in the lineup as well. Lots of young men getting opportunities here in this week four lopsided lead for Mishawaka. We're at 47 seconds, third quarter. The caveman lead at 42-13. We've got a continuous running clock with a 35-point-plus lead. And right up center stage, the handoff is Will Mason. Mason pushes it straight up the gut after the handoff from Ginter. And all the grandmas and grandpas appreciate you calling out the uh, names of their grandsons who are getting a shot here. Well, I, if I recall, you and I broadcasted together a few years ago. We had a game similar to this, and I think you called it Keeping the Mamas Happy Night. The, the page to quarter number four, along with Scott Bovenkirk. I'm Brian Miller in the caveman on the first play of the fourth quarter. Toss sweep left. It is Tim Kay with a big opening on this left side. Takes it from the line of scrimmage from the 46. Pass midfield and all the way down inside the 30-yard line. Where it'll be first and 10, Caveman. Thanks to Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. A very nifty run there by the Mishawaka senior. Number eight, Tim Kay, who rushed just two times so far on the season. Well, certainly uh, some major output on that rushy play right there. I got him for 28 yards. Tim Kay on the carry. Drew Ginter, sophomore, continues at quarterback. Steps back from his offensive line. And certainly a shuffling of players in and out with the uh, big lead and many of the starters having the entire second half off. Ginter under center will take it 
and give it to the fullback. Big hole up the middle. It is Will Mason. Now pass the 20 to the 15 and dropped just shy of the 10-yard line. You notice all the youngsters huddling around their coaches. Hey, coach, hey I'm ready. Coach, I'm ready. Put I'm ready. In. Yeah. I got my mouth guard. I got my helmet on. Yeah, you got to love nights like this. Especially if you're a caveman diehard, no doubt. And also the 45th anniversary and reunion tour for the class of 78 in their football team. In fact, the quarterback is the guy you hear on the PA back here all around Steel Stadium, the one and only Mike Bresky. Ginter under center. Single setback is Mason. Wide outs left, wide out right. Man in motion. Ginter will hand it away to Drew Mason, and he will surge straight forward and get dropped after a short gain of just a couple. Some really good pushing, though, by the Mishawaka offensive line. Among those... Our Darius Jones, a 5'8", 280-pound junior, wearing the number 74. Of course, worn proudly by Tanner Parmalee for a, a great career here at Mishawaka High School. Now going to school over in Fort Wayne. Ginter under center, play clock down to 13, game clock, which is a continuous running clock at 9.39 to play. Mishawaka leading 42-13. Ginter. Man in motion. Gives to Will Mason. Will Mason blows right up the middle. Tripped up inside the five-yard line. Stops short of the goal line at the two. So Will Mason. Certainly, when this night is over, I assure you, he will be on the phone with older brother Drew. Tell him how he did it. That's... That's what you're supposed to do. Absolutely. The all-in-the-family uh, exactly. session, right? Ginter now will patiently walk up behind center. Play clock at seven seconds. Caveman. First and goal. Pitch out to the far left. And then running in the end zone. Tim Kay, the senior in the end zone. Touchdown, Mishawaka. From the two, first and goal to go in the caveman. With the toss sweep, Ginter to Kay, and Mishawaka adds six more. They lead it 48-13. That's a good drive. You know, you don't want to see Goshen come down and in the last eight minutes score again, uh, and then all of a sudden you say, you know what, that game was a little... No, it wasn't. Um, so, so this is a nice little score that the second team could, could run. Had a, uh, a nice little drive of nine plays, 70 yards. Point after conversion attempted by Chase Hardy is no good. Blocked by the Red Hawks, and we go to timeout. 7.57 to play fourth quarter. Mishawaka with the Tim K score. Lead him. Caveman 48, Goshen 13. You're in two with Mishawaka Caveman football, Northern Lakes Coverage style on 96 1 the ton and the Mishawaka. Mishawaka High School marching band in perfect tune tonight as their home team is up 48 13. Other scores around the area from the Northern Lakes Conference on the U.S. Signcraft scoreboard there in the second half with Warsaw leading Concord 10 0. 
Northridge, Northwood. Duke in and out down at Andrews Field in Napanee, and the host Panthers of Northwood lead the Raiders 21-10. That is late third quarter. And also in the second half there in the third quarter, last score we had, Wallace C still leading Plymouth by a count of 13-10. Next week, we'll have the Cavemen on the road at Plymouth take on the Rockies. Scott Bovenkirk and I will be on the road taking the trip to Marshall County and have the action for you on the radio at 96-1 the ton. So Tim Kay on that last scoring drive, but hey, how about Will Mason? Some really good offense on that carry. Mishawaka now with the huge lead. Now they will kick it away, and this one by Chase Hardy is not necessarily in bounds, but I won't say how far out of bounds it was. It was kicked well, way out of bounds. I, I think I think he was instructed to do that. It, uh, Keith Kinder went out, talked to him, and pointed, I want this ball out of bounds. Uh, once again, we don't want to get anybody hurt. We don't want to get somebody uh, uh, any cheap shots or anything at this point. Hey, let's uh, let's just be clean and get out of here. So with 7.19 to go, Goshen gets the ball first and 10 from their own 35. See if Diaz will take the snaps at quarterback or if we'll go back to see Drew Elliott there. Inside handoff, it will go to the running back. I believe Drew Elliott, but a new quarterback in taking snaps right now for the Red Hawks is Glenn Woods. Again, this goes back, Brian, I think, I'm not sure, but I think this has a lot to do with the JV and freshman games coming up. If you play in the fourth quarter of a varsity game, you still have four quarters of eligibility to play in a JV or freshman game. Because you're basically given five quarters. Exactly. That was an adjustment to the rule that uh, a few years ago, I think what, it was only allowing four quarters, wasn't it? Well, what was happening was is you weren't getting, nobody was having a JV game because of numbers, so they had to extend the opportunity. Kicking plays do not count as a down, so I can be the varsity punt returner and, and still not play and uh, have any plays count against me. And it's kind of like in softball, baseball with your eligibility of number of games, you can pinch hit, you can courtesy run, pinch run, as long as you're not actually in the lineup or on the field defensively for time. Okay. Those innings or the, that uh, game doesn't count against you. So Lee Carrington, a freshman, has had a couple of snaps, and now a snap to the new quarterback. Hits the turf, loose ball on the ground. Glenn Woods lost it, and Mishawaka has recovered it. Caveman defense. They were like piranhas leaping to that football. And they come up with the loose ball. Yeah, not a good exchange between the Goshen quarterback and the running back. No mesh. You know, that's one of those read-react type plays and the ball winds up in the ground. Mitchell Walker there to recover. So the K-Ben recovered the fumble. And it is sad to report that the number 55 was not on the rosters that we have. So lots of shuffling of people, lots of movement of individuals from the junior varsity and freshman teams up for this opportunity with Mishawaka with 4.44 to play in the fourth quarter, up 48-13. 
And now they'll go back to work on offense. And they will go deeper into their depth chart. And Carson Francis, the ball carrier. bring in Walker Hawn, I do believe, as the new quarterback. Carson Francis was the ball carrier. Francis on that gallop, on that right side sweep, picks up eight. And the K-Men, patiently waiting from a play from the far side, or the near sideline, rather, will bring it in. Kaysen Meyer brought that last play in. He's lined up as a wideout right. Inside handoff on the fullback dive play. Will Mason, and Will area. Mason, who did a lot of the work to get the caveman in great scoring position earlier, got his number 22 called and pushes it past the 25 to the 24-yard line. But again, the caveman with their third quarterback of the night. Brady Fisher had a miraculous evening with a scoring touchdown and four, count of four touchdown passes. Then Drew Ginter in relief led them in his possession behind center to score and now Walker Hawn a 6 foot 165 pound sophomore is calling this shots and taking the snaps at quarterback and they will go with the fullback right up the middle again and Drew or Drew Mason sorry Will Mason I know Drew will be happy next time I see him that he got one more snap in his high school career one more time to carry the ball but Will Mason on the run, good for a short pickup. It'll be second down after the four-yard gainer, second down and six. Of course, the recent first down and all of our first downs tonight and all season long brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Caveman working hard to get lined up properly. Wideouts left and right. Wingman now in motion. Snap and a penalty flag down on the play. Caveman, of course, keeping the ball on the ground. The continuous running clock with his 48-13 lead, which went into effect in the second half after on the final plays of the first half, Mishawaka extended the lead to 36 points going to the locker room. And we've played with a running clock this entire second half and nearing the two-minute mark right now. But a penalty against Mishawaka marches it back and changes it now to a second down and 11 play. This is where there's a lot of pressure on the position coaches, Brian. Getting the right guys in the right position. Well, making sure you have 11 sure and not, you got not, 11. not 12 or exactly. 14 or exactly. only 10 out there. Exactly. This is where your JV coaches become uh, invaluable. Under center, Walker Hahn takes the snap. Fullback inside handoff to Will Mason, and Mason will surge forward to around the 23-yard line. Pick it up about three, maybe four on the play. Aiden Hernandez racing from the near sideline into the action to settle in as an offensive lineman. Josh Sandy re-enters the lineup, and we see from this near sideline Braden Verlink getting his opportunity to touch the field. 59 seconds to play under center. Play clock at 15. Walker Hahn's going to burn some of that up, which also burns up the play clock with his caveman leading 48 13. 
High toss sweep, bobble ball, Tim Kay, the intended pitch man. And the loose ball followed nicely by the quarterback, Walker Hahn, and I believe he saved the possession. Pitch was a little high. Looked like they played volleyball back and forth with each other for a little bit. It was a good set there it by was. Kay. It was. It was a very good set. Loss on the play of yardage. Fourth down and nine. And I do not believe Mishawaka is going to need to snap the football again. No, they are not. They will not. So an impressive showing by the Mishawaka Cavemen. A tough night for the visiting Goshen Redhawks. But here on this high school football Friday week number four action, Mishawaka head coach Keith Kinder and Goshen head coach Tom Wogerman in the second season will shake hands and hoping all things in the proper perspective as this one is concluded. A great night of Indiana high school football here, and in particular if you're a Mishawaka K-Band fan. Final score, Mishawaka 48, Goshen 13. The Bulls and I will return here with our post-game show coming up. We'll visit downstairs with our sideline report and our post-game report with the one and only Brady Gallo. He'll check in a little later on with head coach Keith Kinder and much, much more. And certainly stay tuned. We've got scores around the corner on the U.S. Signcrafter scoreboard, which we can tell you again that last report, Warsaw led Concord 10-0 in the fourth. Northwood was up by a 21-10 count on Northridge in the fourth. And the last report, Wawasee Plymouth Warriors led the Pilgrims by a count of 13-10. That game was still in the third quarter play. But here are final, Mishawaka 48, Goshen 13. Stay tuned, the postgame show coming up next. You're in two with Mishawaka K-Man football on 96-1 the ton and around the world on the Mishawaka Network. Mid postgame show on 96-1 the ton. Along with Scott Bobakirk, I'm Brian Miller back here to Steel Stadium, the Mishawaka Marching Band just concluding their rendition of the K-Men fight song and the school song here. And uh, the K-Men marched, marched on to victory tonight as they defeated the likes of Goshen 48-13, a game that saw Mishawaka strike early, strike often. They dominated a very lengthy first quarter play, and both they took care of business. And in this business, that's really what it's all yeah, about. Yeah, they did exactly what they wanted to. They didn't get anybody hurt. They, uh, they scored on, I think, uh, five, six, six of their seven possessions in the first, all but one of their possessions in the first half. Um, they didn't, yeah, they, they did what they wanted. They threw the ball. It was kind of an opportunity for them to get a little live practice in, throwing the ball, which they may need uh, later on down the year. You know, we always used to say Mishawaka struggles coming from behind because they're not a throwing team. Well, tonight they were 8 of 10 throwing with four touchdowns for 226 yards. That's not a bad night. That is un-Mishawaka-like. I don't know if that's a proper term or not. No, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. So I think it was everything that Keith Kinder wanted to see tonight they saw. We, we knew going in Goshen was an undermanned program right now a lot of injuries a lot of youth um, so they they took advantage of it. I do think another thing as we talked in the fourth quarter in particular uh, the emptying of the bench and I think just about every player in uniform tonight did see some time I would be shocked if that was not the case but I think on the other side of the coin uh, Mishawaka has to be mighty mighty happy that athletic trainers Hannah Hess 
and Matty Hain were not ever on the field tonight, at least yeah. that we knew of. And I'm sure they had some of their uh, their normal customers that they had to take care of and tend to and, and have attention towards. But we did not have any injury timeouts for either school here tonight. And that's certainly a good thing, in particular in a game of this type. Mishawaka winning 48-13. They scored on the opening possession on a five-play 69-yard drive. That would finish with Brady Fisher on an eight-yard touchdown run. A Lucas Larson extra point got the K-men off and flying with a 7-0 lead. They would force Goshen to punt in their opening opening possession of the night. Then, at the 5.56 mark, wrapping up a three-play 84-yard drive, Norvell Miller exploded free uh, right up the gut for a 71-yard sprint. Extra point by Lucas Larson was good, and they would extend the lead to 14-0. K-Men were not done. In just two minutes later, after holding Goshen on a fourth down drive on their next possession, Brady Fisher would hook up on a one-play drive to Ethan Bryce, a 30-yard connection, that or 38-yard connection, rather. That would make it 20, and the extra point would make it 21-0. That was at the 310 mark in period number one. The Cayman would go to the quarter break with a 21-0 lead, and they would continue their possession, linking over and continuing into the second quarter, and they would score on a five-play 88-yard drive that, again, would bridge between the two quarters. That made it 28-0 on a 49-yard pass by Brady Fisher to Drew Ginter, Ginter's first touchdown of his career. And I can see Brady Gallo down on the sidelines, and he is getting ready to hook up with Coach Keith Kinder. And, uh, Brady, let's take it down to you and catch up with the coach. Hey, congratulations, Coach. Fantastic game. You guys got to watch some of your younger players. How does that feel just getting to see them on the big stage? Well, it's really neat because they they are the, you know, the guys that are scout team players for for the varsity starters. So, you know, it's kind of neat when some certain guys get on the field and our, our kids are chanting their name, you know, just some really good moments for some kids that have put in the time and have, and have earned the opportunity. You know, JV games aren't the same as Friday night. So it, it's really neat that these guys got an opportunity to play under the lights. Yeah. Congratulations, Coach. CF Limith. All right. Thanks a lot. Brady Gallo had to be pretty exciting down on the sidelines there tonight. Any uh, any other thoughts as you're out there celebrating with some of your uh, K-Man faithful? I think he's busy tending to his his fan club down there, Bold. But uh, some very simple thoughts from Keith Kinder. But you, when you think about it, a career for a high school football player. Two years, three years, some are blessed to play varsity, maybe four. That is a very slim number. It goes by when you've got nine weeks, it goes by quickly. And playing time is 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 a is a battle. Playing time is competitive. Uh, and you know, the kids, in particular the seniors and the upperclassmen that have been around, they want to be on the field. But there's something special about being an upperclassman and seeing somebody who, quote-unquote, you kind of beat up on a little bit in practice on the scout teams or as a second or third stringer on the offensive line or on the defense or special teams to see them get out there in the spotlight. It, it is special. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 you, want, you want your older kids to be the mentor for the younger kids. You want them to show the right way and uh, – and it, it, it's kind of icing on the cake when they can step foot on the field and enjoy it. For some, let's be honest, Brian, for some kids, this is it. This is, this is as far as they're going to go. The majority of so, them yeah. are in that boat, yes. So, so to be able to get on the field tonight with mommies and daddies and grandmas and grandpas watching, 
I, I think it's neat. You know, I, I told you the first thing after a game like this, I'd walk out of the locker room and my wife would say, did everybody get in? And, and I'm sure that's one of the questions that Keith's going to get when he gets home tonight, did everybody get in? And, I, and, and I'm pretty sure the answer is yeah. The guys that we could play, played. So, it, you know, it's tougher with the running clock, you know, to get everybody in. I made um, that comment to a few people here yeah, recently. Yes, yeah. I would agree with that. 48-13, the final score. Mishawaka, the Cavemen, improved to 3-1 and one on the season, 2-0 and oh in the Northern Lakes Conference. The Red Hawks of Goshen on this road trip tonight. They fall to 0-4 on the season, 0-2 in the Northern Lakes. Although tonight, hang a star and tip your cap to Drew Elliott. He was Mr. Everything, who had 176 yards and a couple of touchdowns last week versus Wawasee. 6'1", 205-pound senior Drew Elliott was a leader on the defense, led the team in rushing tonight, was at quarterback uh, off and on throughout the game in particular for the majority of the second half of play. Drew Elliott scored one of two touchdowns tonight for his Red Hawk club. His first score and their first score snapped a 28-0 run by Mishawaka at the 448 mark before halftime. His 29-yard gallop made it 28-6, although Camden Putts spoiled the momentum for Goshen by blocking the extra point. Then Mishawaka would waste little time, just roughly 35 seconds later, a 71-yard touchdown pass by Brady Fisher to Trey Thomas, the first of two to number three in the Caveman Maroon jersey. Thomas's touchdown catch and the extra point by Lucas Larson on a two-play 72-yard drive made it 35-6. Goshen on their next possession would be forced to punt. Mishawaka then would capitalize. They would go to the air trying to stretch that to a 35 or more point lead for that continuous clock. They got their wish at 19 seconds before halftime as the K-Men would score on a 23-yard toss by Brady Fisher to Trey Thomas. Four touchdown passes by Brady Fisher. It has been a long time since that's been the case. In fact, the 1978 class was celebrating time. That might have been the last time. Maybe yeah. Mike Bresky did it. Who knows? But uh, what, a, what a night it was for the K-Men. They went to the locker room in the driver's seat. They led the game 42-6. Uh, Goshen would add a score in the Third quarter, 17-yard touchdown run by Drew Elliott. He had both of the Red Hawks scores tonight. That was the 340 mark in the third quarter. Again, the second half was played in an entire uh, two quarters of a continuous running clock. Mishawaka would finish the scoring late fourth quarter at the 557 mark to be exact in the fourth on a two-yard touchdown run by senior Tim Kay, and that would be the ball game. Mishawaka winning here tonight. 48-13. Both any uh, final thoughts as we wrap things up? No, I think uh, we've talked about it, Brian. This is exactly what the cavemen needed. They, uh, they're they feeling good about themselves going on the road next week to Plymouth, and uh, we look forward to being there. We look forward to being there and uh, certainly hoping the cavemen can continue their winning ways and uh, certainly a, a, a very proud tradition at Goshen High School with football. We wish Tom Rogerman and uh, Coach Wogerman and, and that group uh, the best as they try to bounce back from tonight's loss and uh, this stretch where they have uh, lost now seven games in a row, and, uh, 10 of their last 11, and uh, hoping for a little magic here coming up a little later in the season, certainly getting some of their players healthy because they had, uh, they had some pretty good players on the sidelines tonight. Uh, uh, Gonzalez, one of their offensive linemen, out for the entire season with an injury. And uh, Ryan Eldridge, a two-way lineman, a Ball State recruit, out here tonight. Elliot Fry, uh, starting quarterback, a, a junior who had uh, 
done a nice job in, in engineering the offense. He was injured in week number two and has uh, been under the uh, watchful eye of the trainer since then. So Goshen's going to try to get through this tough stretch, bounce back, and next week they will be on the road in Middlebury to take on the Northridge Raiders, who are in a pretty tough tussle tonight with Northwood down in Napanee. And uh, as we mentioned, Mishawaka will be on the road at Plymouth next week on the uh, Friday the 15th of September. So we look forward to that. Fans, if you can't be there in person, join us here on the radio at 96 one the ton. So that's going to do it here for Brady Gallo from the Mishawaka Network and to their entire staff on the video crew here tonight with Scott Bovenkirk. I'm Brian Miller, bidding you a very pleasant good night, a great night for high school football here in week number four. Mishawaka wins it 48-13 as your home for Mishawaka Caveman football is right here on 96 one the ton From Steel Stadium, Brian Miller, the voice of the Caveman. Next stop, the Rock Pile. Next week to take on the Plymouth Pilgrims. Pre-game coverage again starting at 6.40 next Friday here on 96 one the ton It's the U.S. Signcrafters post-game show. From custom signage and graphics to installation and service, U.S. Signcrafters has you covered with the region's only three-year warranty. See what they can offer you today by checking their website at ussigncrafters.com. That's ussigncrafters.com. Elsewhere in the Northern Lakes Conference, all three games still in action. Warsaw clinging to a 10-3 lead in the fourth over Concord. Northridge on a four-yard touchdown run by Derek Sherwood has taken a 25-21 lead with four minutes to go over Northwood. And Plymouth trying to end a long losing streak. They have a late 25-19 lead over Walmart C with about four minutes to go in regulation. In the NIC, it is all 10 tonight. They have a 35-0 lead at last check over Hammond Morton. John Glenn has defeated Jimtown tonight, 12-7. New Perry in the third leads Marion at home, 17-7. Riley, for the first time since 1995, are 4-0 on the season. They destroy South Bend Clay tonight, 76 to nothing. And South Bend St. Joe at Everwise School Field, a 39-7 lead late third quarter over South Bend John Adams. Well, passing, normally not a forte for Mishawaka in the times we see them with the option attack, but RPO has been a part of the situations at times, and throughout the game, Brady Fisher came up big with his arm, and one of those passes, in fact, two of them went for touchdowns, or four of them went for touchdowns, one of them in the second quarter going to Ethan Bryce. Came in with Drew Ginter and Milan Kidrick. Lined up as split ends, back to pass, wide open up in the middle, Ethan Bryce catches it at the 20, down to the 10, to the 5, touchdown, touchdown Mishawaka. That made the game 20 to nothing, and then eventually with the extra point, 21 to nothing, of course, as we mentioned, Mishawaka went on to a 48-13 victory over the Goshen Redhawks. Tonight, Drew Elliott with the two touchdown runs for Goshen in this contest, of course, with the win, Mishawaka 3-1 the season. Goshen drops 2-0-4. After this time, I will take a look at some of the other scores around the state. Don't forget, after the broadcast ends here, switch over to our sister station, Sports Radio 960 WSBT, for Indiana Sports Talk, and they will have a complete look across the state at scoreboards updates every 15 minutes. And, of course, don't forget, also on Monday night, the first episode of Cavemen Corner, live from the Monterey Mexican Grill on McKinley Road in Mishawaka. Our show runs from 7 
2, 7.45, Monday night. Again, that's on our sister station, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. 48-13, Mishawaka gets the victory over Ghost Center this time out. We'll continue to look through scores. You are listening to Mishawaka Kalen Football on 96.1 The Ton, powered by Midland Engineering. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 